Welcome to Marriage Can Heal Podcast. If you're married, or you are single and thinking about marriage, then this podcast is for you. Drop the beat now. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. How y'all guys doing out there today? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm okay. Well, you talking about the guys? Yeah, we're talking about the people. Whatever. <laughs> you should talk to your husband first. How you doing, babe? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm sweetie? good. I'm not like, I can't complain at all. Not like we'll stop you. <laughs> but you know, I'm glad we're back again with another episode. That's right. That's right. It's been right? a while. It's been a while. We would like to apologize. We not been Pedro, it has not been a while. It has been a while. It's been about three it, weeks. It has not. God, it's been about, you know what? I don't even want to argue with me. I'm not. I'm just letting you know. It ain't been that long so to long me. It's, it's, been, it's been long enough. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us on the Marriage Can Heal podcast. My name is Pedro. And my name is Tara. All right. <laughs> Today we want to talk about a couple of things, mm-hmm. mainly keys to a happy marriage. That's right. But before we get started, we wanted to just, so how was your week? I had a good week. How was yours? Very busy. Long days. Mm. But I still made it through. Yeah. But you know, we still here. Yeah, we still here. You know, that's the main thing. And we would like to um, just not really a shout out, but more just you know talk a little bit about of to pray for Syria and Turkey with the hurricane. I'm not going to do it for um, earthquakes, man. Earthquakes. I know. I don't want to say hurricanes. I don't know. <laughs> with the earthquakes yeah. and stuff. You know, I was just looking at the news and just seeing how the bills were just like crumbling, like, like tumbling wow. down. Yeah. yeah you know. You know. The thing is, we could be sitting like we are now, and all of a sudden, it can just. Well, you don't say that. You're gonna scare people by saying that. No, the, no. All I'm saying is that, s- that stuff like that can happen. I know. That. And I'm sure that wasn't. Say it. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Imagine something like that happening. Is is. I'm not the one that said that. I'm just. I know, right? But it's something that you don't, you know, think that would happen. But I'm sure that's. I'm sure they wasn't suspecting, you know, the things that had went down. You know. I'm sure not. The Lord covered them. Oh. Yeah. So as we end today, we end. Um, season three, episode ten, so of the Marriage Can Here podcast. So we're going to be talking about keys to a happy marriage, our perspectives on it, and we're going to share some spiritual content on it as well to let people know that you know marriage can be a good thing, even though you may be going through some hard things and maybe have maybe you went through divorce or you know your spouse has passed. So separation. many things, separations. It's a lot of things, and um, it's things that. Even though you're going through it, you know, having these keys to help us remember um, that you can get through those hard times in your marriage. marriage. Yeah. So as um, before, like this is part two. Yes, it is. And I hope that, you know, what we share with you guys is something that you can use and share with other people. So, you know, if you missed our last episode talking about part one, you can go back to our YouTube channel, Marriage Can Heal Podcast, and you can go and listen to it there. Um, we're really trying to promote, you know, our YouTube channel um, more. Like and subscribe. Yeah, please and like notify. and subscribe and share, you know, so you won't miss no content. We're trying to be more um, consistent with our with our, our podcast and put out more stuff for you guys, you know, as we have the opportunity to do it. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That sounded like that really hurt just to say all of that. No, it didn't. You were struggling. I wasn't. I wasn't struggling. Mm. But I'm so happy to be here um, and to talk about this subject um, about um, keys to a happy marriage. Yeah. Because we definitely still need some keys to our marriage. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we're learning every day. Mm -hmm. As Or actually, segue into that point, that we've been doing the 21 Day Reset. Yes. Past the um, Paul Graham. Yes. Patrick Graham. Mm-hmm. Paul. 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 Yes, mm-hmm. Patrick and Paul. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Graham. <laughs> Pastor Paul Graham. Yeah. He has a book out called 21 Day Reset. Yes. I recommend that you buy that book. Definitely. I can get it on Amazon or you can go to um, get it on Amazon because there's another site that I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, it's a great book because it, it, it just talks and, about all the chapters of John from 1 to 21. Yeah. 
and he goes into detail each chapter about the different things that Jesus was going through, what the disciples were going through. And, and right now we're on day what, 10? We're on day 11. Oh, day 11, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and so it mm. talks about just the different, how we can reset our lives. Definitely. Get rid of those bad habits, mm -hmm. those addictions, mm -hmm. things that may be ailing you. Yeah. Um, so it's a great book. I would recommend it to anybody. And if you have any questions or if you want to uh, find out more, you can always email us at Marriage Can Heal Podcast. That's uh, right. Not Marriage Can Heal Podcast. What's our email? Yes, it is, baby. It's Marriage Can Heal Podcast, baby. You can come to oh, us at marriagecanhealthpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Baby, you really got no, to get because, better at No, this. baby, because we changed it because my brain still goes back to the old way. Okay, so anyway. Marriagecanhealthpodcast at gmail.com. If you yeah. give us an email, we can direct you on how to get the book. Yeah, give us some contact information like that. Yeah. So. so with that in mind, would you like to pray for us before we start? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for this time that we're going to be sharing this information on marriage and different points that people can use to help build a marriage to be stronger. Lord, thank you for this opportunity. I pray for Jesus' name. Amen. All right, then you can start off. Yeah. So as we talked about before, in part one, yeah, we talked about different things about like guard your thoughts. Yeah. We talked about never go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. We talked about remember that God has brought you together. Mm -hmm. We talked about Quick uh, continue a question. Yes. And establishing your own private home. And we always start off with marriage. Number one in any marriage or any relationship is communication. You cannot survive if you do not communicate with each other. Definitely. So that would, of course, God first is number one. Yeah. But in terms of husband and wife togetherness, it's communication. Yeah. And that's why a lot of things go wrong because. You know, even they talk about you know learning the love language. You don't know you don't learn the love language if you don't communicate. Yeah, definitely. So communication is key. Right, because if you're talking to each other, you you know, and you get into know each other even more each day, you start learning what a person like and what they don't like, and just pretty much listening. If a person telling you, you know, you know, this is something that I don't like, or I want you to do this or do that, then you'll be able to kind of understand what they. They want. We've been right. married 17 years and I still don't know what you like sometimes. You know, hey, that's nice. You change up. I think you change up on purpose just to be different. <laughs> well, you know, that's life for you, though. You know, I think it's not and life is you. No, I think as we get older, you know, likewise with you. You know what I mean? But I'm the same I was 17 years ago. Mm, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think as we get older, um, I think I change, I want to needs change as well. You know, I don't think it stays the same. Mm. I think it kind of uh, fluctuates as we, you know, grow in our in our life. You mean you become more difficult? No, I just <laughs> no, I just <laughs> you. Why you always got the point fingers at me like I'm a difficult person? You know, you could be the difficult person. I can be difficult. You know, okay then. So let's just leave it at that. And um, but yeah, I think as we get older, we do change. And I think, I, you know, the way we look at things change. And, you know, as we are different people in marriage, you are you, I am me. And, you know, we both changing, you know, into what God wants us to be as husband and wife. And I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's meant for us to stay the same throughout our marriage. No, no definitely not. You know, I think yeah. it's, 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 it's a point where we it's both have growth. right spiritually grow and physically grow. I think we... We have to, um, you know, have different perspectives. Yeah, different perspectives on how we are and how marriage is and how we grow. Okay. So right off the back, we will start off with one, one of the points that we, that we want to talk about was that um, a lot of people may not agree, but divorce is not the answer. Um, it's weird that we say in this. Yeah. <laughs> because right when I said that, I know I thought you had in your head. Yeah. Because we just, we just, um, was in a meeting and was talking about the fact that I've been divorced twice. Yeah. And that uh, it actually the divorce prepared me for our marriage when I met you. Right. But it's rare that that happens. Yeah. So in all honesty, we would prefer we were gonna stick with that divorce is really not the answer mm -hmm. unless it's absolutely necessary. 
I must say, in my previous divorces, it was definitely I had a big part to pay to play in the divorce. Yes. I will never just say it was my ex-wife. Right. Um, wives. Um, I definitely had a part in both divorces. Yeah. Um, between just everything that was going on, um, sometimes it just it does make sense if you get to where it's a toxic situation, situation, um, adultery. Mm-hmm. And the Bible even says that even though it could be adultery, there still should be forgiveness. Yes. Um, and try to work through it. Mm-hmm. But I know sometimes that just doesn't happen. Sometimes the pain is too real. The pain is too strong. It depends on the people. It depends on the person. Yeah. But if you can, you know, you should agree that divorce is not the answer. Because mm-hmm. uh, pretty much it says in Matthew 19, 6, it says, what God has joined together, let no man separate mm-hmm. or put asunder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you get married, God is putting you two together. And when you get married, there's a reason why you got married. Even if it's for the wrong reason sometimes, there's mm-hmm. still a reason why you're with that person. Mm-hmm. So if you both want it to work, then you can make that marriage work. You know, I believe things happen for a reason. Um, even if it's divorce, you know, um, it's a reason why you married the person you was with before. And it's also a reason why I ended. And um depending like on you know the situation and how things you know went about depending if both people wanted to stay in the marriage or if it was just too bad where you just couldn't go back and make things right sometimes it's just you can't fix it you know what i'm saying you can't fix what sometimes it's, it's just broken and you can't fix it and so in this in a certain certain extents it is it's possible to get through um and make it through your marriage of things and the bad. I, you know, you just don't never know what, what the problems or the situations can be that can be um non-resolving for some people. What it be like, you know, it's something that I can't I can't deal with. I'm done. I just can't go back to how things was. And you know, it's a reason for that as well. So I don't believe we go through things just we go, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, God God ordained marriage mm-hmm. in Eden. Mm-hmm. He designed it for life, for yep. procreation. Yes. Then, you know, that's why the vows are so binding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the death to you part. Mm-hmm. So when you marry somebody, you know, through thick and thin, through sickness and health, those words, that's what they mean. Do whatever you go through. It doesn't say that marriage is going to be, you know, roses and wine all the time and happiness. You know, yeah. It's like our walk of Christ. Sometimes we we fall. Sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we do things we shouldn't do. But God keeps forgiving us. I understand that. I understand that point because you know, as you was you know, and I wanted to touch back on when you was talking about um, forgiving when you're being unfaithful. You know, some people, you know, this just for you, like if I was to be unfaithful or you was to be unfaithful, is that something that you can forgive, like for yourself, like? I guess for me, if I had to really think about it, if I had, if, if infidelity was to happen and you was with some other woman, for me mentally, I would, I don't know. I just knowing you that already you already said that you would not be. No, no, you. I was just saying, no, for me, I don't know if other women out there may, may feel the same way, but I'm just saying, like, if your husband was with someone, you know, other than yourself, it'll just make me feel like, dang, like, you was entering someone else, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I guess it could be the thing for men, well, like, how are you going to let some men enter to you? So, you know, it's just like, if you just breaking that whole thing, because now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it make me feel, it make I already me know think, how you would think. You right. would think, oh, it, he's with me, but he's really thinking of her. Yeah. yeah I would just think say that. that. I would think just that. Just say that, because yeah, you've been kinda, around the bush. <laughs> I was been kinda, all I was, around the bush and going I was kind of trying to say that. I was just saying, in a proper way, just say it. Yeah, well, yeah. I was just saying, I just couldn't. I I don't know if I can deal with the fact that you've already said that you could sexually being with someone you else. You said that. You said that. That's the one thing that would have probably broke us yeah. when we was going through the parts we was going through. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that would have definitely broke our marriage. But that's the one thing that didn't happen in our marriage. Right. So everything else happened in our marriage, but not not that. Yeah. So. 
that was the one thing. So luckily, or not luckily, God blessed us that that did not happen. Yeah. But you know, God knows how much we can bear. Opportunities. (laughs) I mean, of course, I'm sure we both had opportunities, but I'm just saying. I said, even though there was opportunities. Yeah, even though there was. And neither one of us did. Yeah, because I didn't want to. But there were opportunities. Yeah. For both of us. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I just, I just think, you know, when you make that, I guess for me, to elaborate on that, I just think that for me, I had, I guess I had a conscience for myself. Like, I, I'm not going to allow myself to give myself to someone else. Like, it's just, it's just wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like God was saying, sorry, you've been like, you've think like that. You better go on somewhere with that. And I did. And I was just like, you know what, Lord? I got it. Yeah. So the voice is not the answer. Mm-hmm. The voice can be a really hard thing. It's hard on everybody. It's you know what I'm saying? People. Like it's hard, on the, it's hard on the children. It's yeah, because your whole life shifts. Mm-hmm. And then the family has to pick. You know, do I still like this person or not? Yeah, that. And then my, my main thing is, you know, my kids not being able to see either one parent. Well, you know, like not all the time. You know, that's that's a struggle. You know, and I and me personally, I don't want my kids to go through that. And yeah, but now in today's world, now it's like you know you have issues. Oh, I just go find somebody else. Yeah. And I think I was telling you the other day I saw a clip where the person was saying that um, they would never get married again because it's just too much. She's been with she. I think she said been with her for thirteen years. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she still has days where she's like, you know, learning him. Like, what is this man talking about? <laughs> you know, and then to have to go. I've always told you this to have to go find somebody new and get to know them and get to know their family that dislikes their likes that this i mean it's like stay it's a with, lot stay with what you know I, I know you so even if you make me so mad and i'm like i want a divorce i'm just gonna still stay with you because i just know that you know so you'll stay in a situation even though you're not happy no i didn't say i'm not happy okay because see just because you may leave somebody to go to something else that you think is happy you're not happy in the moment right you understand? You can't you can't base your decisions on what in the moment. I think sometimes people base their decisions. I'm gonna get a divorce because they're mad in the moment. You know what? That's true because I was plenty of times in our marriage where I wasn't happy. Right. And even though I wasn't happy, I was praying and I was like, Lord, you know what? I'm not feeling not I'm not feeling this, but I know I just kept asking him, Lord, to heal that part that's that's making me unhappy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't wanna stay here. You know, it, it depends. I say if you got to really have a spiritual connection with God to help you get through different points of your marriage because you can't do it by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Even if, and then one thing that I would say, God brought a good friend that I could speak to and that, that, that I know wasn't the information I was telling her wasn't going nowhere else because to her ears and, and from my lips to her ears, and that was it. And we prayed about it together. You know, she helped me through that. And I believe God could send people to help you through different things. But um, I think if it wasn't for that, you know, because I think, you know, if it wasn't for a good friend saying, you know, they worth it, you know, don't go out there and do something, you know, you know, I know you're not happy right now, but that doesn't mean you're going to find happiness somewhere else, somewhere else. You know, that happiness can stay for a minute, but who says it's going to last? So I say, you know, going from one situation to the next don't fix the issue it's just making more complicated exactly that goes into our next point where it says about when in a marriage you need to keep your family circle close mm-hmm. don't go tell your business to everybody doesn't mean that you that. can't talk to some people i think you it can, depends on you, the can, person. you just say you had a friend that you talked to yeah and mm-hmm. it was a mutual friend mm-hmm. but my point is that we well, actually, we had a couple of friends because it went from one. It was like stages. Yeah. We had a couple of friends. We went to one set. We both talked to one set of friends. Mm-hmm. And then it went to where you was talking to one friend. Right. Not your friend, but you was just talking to her. Yourself. Yeah, I, I literally just had one friend that I shared my most, mm-hmm. um, my stuff that I wouldn't share. I had all, I had different friends, but I, I chose who I chose to speak to different things about. Mm-hmm. So this particular friend that I was talking to, I knew I could talk to her about things that I could talk to maybe my other friend about. Because everybody, I don't know, God just didn't send me there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, 
I use what God said. So really we, but we always talk about this. I think we talked about this in part one where we said, um, keep your business to yourself. Yeah, so I think that's one thing that we definitely, mm-hmm. um, I like for me, who did I talk to? I didn't really talk to anybody. Hmm. You didn't. Well, I, we talked and then we had got counseling mm-hmm. and then I didn't really talk. I think counsel is a really good. I didn't, even really, later talk, on I didn't really talk to really anybody per se. Mm-hmm. Where I think, actually, yeah, where I think, I think the same person you was talking to, I was kind of talking to. Right. But that's only because they would check on me and just encourage me. Right. But we didn't have a conversation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Yeah, because I, so, def- I definitely think it's, it's important not to share your information with people that uh, love you, like your, your family. Your, they love you. They don't want to see you hurt. They don't want to see you going through situations, but the minute they feel like, you know, he or she treating you bad, they're going to take sides pretty much. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, he hurting you. We don't like him no more. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when you guys just drop him, you don't need him. Anymore. Right. Or you don't need her. Come no to more. your family. Right. You don't need her, man. Just get rid of her. When at the, at the same time, you know, they're not looking at it in a spiritual aspect of it. You know, mm-hmm. they just looking out for you at the moment and if you guys was to try to rekindle and get things back together they're not going to forgive you or her or yeah, that because person because they're going to be like how you going to get back for her how you going to get back with him when they treated you like that you know like no we passed that point we're trying to you also you also need to be careful mm-hmm. with telling people because that's when the devil sends somebody to come along and they want to listen and they're listening but then you know it turns into feelings and then mm-hmm. turns into more just the- <laughs> and the next thing you know that you're going out to dinner next thing you know you're in the bed together next thing you know you're like oh my goodness everything is just went haywire hey, okay right hey wow or even not just that just flirtatious yeah i mean too flirtatious right when you, when you thought that person was just your, or, your yeah your talking person but then you know so much can happen when you're in a sensitive part of your marriage when you're going through hard times you know mm-hmm. I'll say when you get married, people don't realize when you enter into marriage that it's not going to always be good all the time like you did when you was dating or in the beginning times when you're in the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. And when that part fade out, then are you still going to stay there even when you don't like that person? Because this point in time, you just like, oh, I can't stand her or oh, I can't stand him. And you're going to have those moments. I can't stand you half the time. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that this moments I'd be like, oh. But you know, we all been there, we all go through that. But at the end of the day, how close are me and your relationship now? I would say we not only is we husband and wife, we are friends. I think we are best friends. We best friends? Okay, so we best friends. You just said friends. Like, what day. <laughs> okay, well we friends. You know, I consider Peter my best friend only because you consider I, I, I consider you my best friend. What kind of foolishness? You are my friend. No, I'm your, I'm supposed to be your best. You're my best friend. You're my best. You're my BFF. What alpha do you go? See, that's why you see right there. Oh, you just get on my nerves. <laughs> but, but for real, though, I mm. tell Peter, I talk to Peter about a lot of stuff. You know, you talk to me about everything. Yeah. You always say, I have nobody else to talk to. I got to <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> But I like that we at the part, you know, where we at now in our marriage, you know. Even if it's at the wrong time, they yeah. want to talk. You know what? I, you know what I find now? I, I can come to you and talk about hard things, which before I'd be like, mm, I'm going to tell him that, you know, or whatever. But now I'd be like, well, I'm tell him. It is what it is. And we, I feel like when you get to that point in your marriage, you have to talk to them or your spouse about different things, even though. It may be hard at well, the time. You didn't That's... used to come talk to me because you was afraid of how I was going to respond. Yeah. Whereas me, I'll come talk to you if I knew you was going to be upset. Yeah. Because I just think you... to get it out in the open. Let's get it out and fix it. Yeah, might as well. You know, you know no sense so, of... it made no sense trying to sugarcoat it or, you know. Yeah. Because then, you know, that's just miscommunication. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. I agree with that totally. So as we um talk, next one we talk about is more than anything. We didn't give a, a scripture for that. You want to give a scripture for that? Uh, yeah. Let's do Proverbs 31, verse 11 and 12. Okay. 
the heart of, your, of her husband safely trusts her. She is she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. Mm. Yes, I like that. Or do you like it? Because you know, I, I you like know, that because you know, when you can trust the person that you with, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I ain't it's no doubt in my mind that I can trust you. If I feel like I have to have any type of doubt, you know, it's like, it just, it's set up, it's like a dangerous mode to be in, to be so doubtful in your marriage or who you would. Yeah, I have no doubt about you. Yeah. Maybe in the past. Yeah. But not now. Yeah, I just, you know, I know I'm just, no, seriously, you know, had doubts about me, you liar. <laughs> no, no, that's, why, that's why I'm smiling. <laughs> that's why I'm smiling because I'm waiting for you to catch what I said. I said that, you know, yeah. and then I was like waiting for her to catch it. Did she catch it? No, she didn't catch it yet. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I never had a doubt about you. I always knew. Yeah. Even when it's going through our issues, I knew. Yeah. There was times when it was got a little, it's got a little perilous, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think overall we we have overcame. But when I think about how we was before, it's like wow, Jesus really had been working on us, like for real, like for real, for real. He had been, you know, working on our hearts, right? You know, and that's what I love about what we are now in our marriage. So another thing with the marriage is love. Love always needs to be in the marriage. Even when you're mad at the person, just you still love the person. Even though you're, it's okay to be mad and still be in love. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one thing I always say is like, you as my wife, you know how to press those buttons. Like other, you always just get mad at me. Why are you not getting upset? I was like, because I don't care what that person thinks. Yeah, I care what you think. Yeah. And so like, you could just press that button, and I'll get so mad and be like, why are you getting so mad? And I'm like, because what your opinion counts. Yeah, you know, and the love that I that I have for you, I think as 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 a male, my my job, we all have different points in the marriage, and I know for me, my part was always to protect you and yeah. protect the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, I was asked a question the other night, if um, one of the children was sick, and I even put if you were sick, and I had to get you to the hospital, like what what would I do? And I was like, I would just, you know, get in the car and I would just drive 100 miles. I would run the red light. I don't care about the law. They stop me. They stop me. I'm just going. Right. You know. How do you love for? And that's that's because that's not even that's because my love for you is that that I want to make sure that you're safe. Mm-hmm. And that I want to make sure that you're taken care of. Mm-hmm. So I will go. I will, you know, take away all my safety for your safety. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, yeah, that's love. And do what I need to do to make sure that you get what you need done. Right. Or even talking to your spouse, like the way we respond to each other, you know, just one little small thing can turn into a real big argument. Like, if you be like, let's say you're like, hey, babe, and I'd be like, what? And you'd be like, what's wrong with you? You didn't guess what? Whatever we was going to talk about, then pretty much got thrown out. We didn't argue that about it. all the time because you always answer the phone like that. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I didn't get so better. I call. See, oh, you got better. <laughs> see, ah, there you go. I just be like, hey, man, what? I'm like, what you mean, what? You know, it's me calling. Don't be answering the phone. Like, yo, don't be answering the phone like that. Anyway, I would just. Yo, when I brought it up, see, I didn't even bring it up. I know, but I'm making you a point. I'm making a point for all marriages. And I'm, I'm accentuating that point that you just made. Yes. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. The growth part that we have established is mm. that. You know how we respond, or how you respond to a person, can really determine how that whole thing gonna go. You okay. know what I'm saying? Let's go on to another point, another mm-hmm. fact of marriage, mm-hmm. and that is that nagging and criticism mm-hmm. can destroy a marriage. I would say so. Yeah, or overbearing wives. Mm-hmm. To treat their husbands like children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking to you. You know what I'm saying to you, Pedro. I don't treat. This is the thing. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> this is the thing. I don't. We've been married 17 years, and my about, wife still tries to direct me like I'm five. No, that's not. I just. I think you know what. I just think. 
I just is the mother in you. Yes, I just think mm-hmm. I just be like, oh, babe, do you know? Don't forget to do this. Yeah, no, like, no, no. It ain't. It ain't even. I haven't sent you a video. I haven't showed you a video today when the guy was driving and he was like, she was like, hey, babe, don't forget to stop at the stop sign. He was like, oh, thank you, baby. Thank you so much. You just saved my life. Thank you. Pijo, it was done out of love. When I'm speaking nah, to you, yes, come, it is. When I'm done out of annoyance. That's not true. <laughs> no, when, you know, that's, not true. that's not true. I just feel it's annoyance to you, but for me, it's not that. So let's get back to this because criticism. Mm-hmm. There is constructive criticism. I and think then I get negative that. criticism. Mm-hmm. Constructive is if you're saying, look, I think you should probably try to do it this way because this way is not working. Right. But like, if I was just to be like, you know, why are you gaining weight after you had a child? Or why are you looking like that? You know, you know, you don't look right. Or um, what's the other thing? Why do you do that? I think I said that to you the other night, right. but I wasn't being critical of you. I was just, you know, giving a point because you like things a certain way. Mm-hmm. You like... I can go and I'll move something and you go move it because you want it in the way you want it. I'm like, why do you, why do you act? Why are you, you know, why do you do that? Like, can and I, I have ask it? you why, why you can do I stuff have, you do? Why, why can't I have it my way? Because why? It wasn't even bothering nobody. Why do you have to touch it? But you just have to touch it. <laughs> you know, like you just have to touch the fan because the fan was just, it was just saying, touch me. I had to, to me. Touch me. To, I was looking at the fan. And the fan was fine. And I just thought, oh, let me. The fan was fine. The fan had been it. touched for like months. And but you go in there, oh, I got to touch the fan. <laughs> anyway. And, you know, but you my point is that. You see, you can't hang on to stuff. I'm not you. hanging on to anything. I'm bringing it up. You know, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, we have to be careful how we criticize and, and nag. I I think sometimes nagging and criticism is a good thing in a in, in a short spurt. Right. Because sometimes, you know, the other spouse may not be paying attention or may not be understanding. So you may have to kind of nag like, you know, like, hey, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, you know? And then, but to do it all the time, like always nagging, like, oh, you know, why don't you pick up your shoes? Why don't you pick up your, your socks? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Like that, that, that is. Okay, my thing is, if if your wife is asking you to do something that you consistently do, why do it have to be considered nagging? Why it just can't be like you know? Maybe it's irritating her because to the point now she got to continue to do something that you continue to do, and you don't see nothing wrong with it. Because the saying. Because sometimes look at it that way. Sometimes it it doesn't happen all the time. Because then when a woman does, oh. You do it all the time. But when I say you do it all the time, I don't do it all the time. I only done this one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you remember those conversations? Nah, see, that's why you're smiling. No, nah, because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, that just made you quiet. Look at you. Now mm-hmm. you got nothing to say, do you? Oh, you know it because yeah, I know what I know what it what it, what I mean when I say stuff or when I do stuff. It ain't like what you saying it is. What you mean? Wait. It means not like what I'm saying it is. So what I'm saying is not true. No, because now you make it seem like it's nagging when it's not. It's, it's... I didn't say it's nagging. Okay. I said it's being annoying. <laughs> you know what? You know what's annoying? What? When you don't do the things you need to do, so I won't say anything. This, that's what I'm saying. But that's if you thing. no, 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 I'm just saying if you do what you got to do, then maybe it won't be you won't be sad. And you know if I did saying? what I did, you know, then you wouldn't have a problem. But sometimes you know, it doesn't saying, get done. The, what I'm saying is that you have to understand if something is being said, it's because it's something that you're doing to cause me to then say something. That's not certainly true because sometimes I don't true. have to do anything for you to be annoyed. Okay, mm. like you're annoying me right now. Yes. Yeah, you are. You like you. You so annoying right now. I'm glad we can show the people what we're talking. We can give them a a live example. You're not of making me happy right being now. Annoying to each other. You're making me not happy. I'm not making you happy because you're making me use the, what you're saying. What you mean? What? I'm I'm not doing anything. You're doing it to yourself. Mm, anyway. anyway, but like anyway, like I said, so let's try not to criticize or nag. You know, sometimes sometimes if the person is going through something, find out what is going on. Maybe the person's tired. Maybe they just worked 12-hour shifts and they just walked in the house. Maybe they didn't even realize that they did what they did. If you don't know, if you don't communicate and say, hey, why did you do this? And then they say, oh, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I was a little tired. I just, you know, I apologize. I'll go. 
and then that's the end of it. But no, you know, you don't have to always, you know, go into, oh, you always do this, you always do that. That's not good for any marriage. Of course it's not. Now you're changing your tune. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll go to Colossians 3, verse 19, which says, husbands, love your wives and Mm -hmm. do not be bitter toward them. Yes. That, and that, and that, that right there is where I will say that is the best. So you bitter? You bitter towards me? You bitter? Did you Can bitter? I talk? Okay, go ahead. Thank you. So like that I was saying, that means you bitter. You still not letting me talk? Okay, go ahead and finish. Now you're being annoying. <laughs> now you're being nagging. That's nagging right there. Don't try to use no Bible you are. Me. Go ahead, Peter. I forgot my thought now. That ain't my fault. Your memory messed up. Don't be better. Like don't be better towards them because. I think we can't hold on to things. When you hold on to things like you're doing right now. I'm not holding on to anything. Then you know what? Then you <laughs> will. It can cause you to be nagging and have criticism. <laughs> but like I said, you know, let's pretty much, we don't need to find fault. We all have fault in our lives. You don't yeah. need to always point out the fault. But we need to have spouse. a sense of humor and be cheerful towards each other. Just make each other laugh. Nobody's perfect. No. We all have faults. Yes. And we can, if we can just come to a common ground and how to work through those faults, mm-hmm. then everything will be okay. Definitely. So sometimes you can make it a little joyous. Sometimes you can make it into into a joke. Mm-hmm. But you know, here goes a perfect. Here goes a perfect sentence. Okay. The secret of a successful marriage mm-hmm. lies not in having the right partner, but in being the right partner. Mm. That just ends that subject right there. So it ended. Okay. Don't you think? Okay. Okay. The secret to a successful marriage lies in having the right partner. I just said that. Why are you reading it again? I was just that was kind of I was um digest you know, I was kind of comprehending. In your own way? Yes. Mm. <laughs> in what way? Because I just you read it the same way I read it. You I guess See, I was, that's what I'm saying. You always do no, it. I was don't thinking, go behind. <laughs> no, I was thinking of being a good partner is someone that's um not thinking about their own needs you're thinking about the needs of the person that you love that's what i was thinking about that's what i was thinking about thinking about um because you know you, you put in their needs before your own you know by being a good partner that's when i'm saying somebody may be understanding oh the secret to a to uh a partner what is that so i was kind of elaborating on that part kind of mm. you know going into that Thing. You know, that's what I'm saying. When you put your a person needs before your own, that's showing love. That's showing that you know you're not being selfish. You're thinking about them. You letting them know, look, okay, tell me how you feel. If I said something to hurt you, tell me. I want. What can I do to fix it? That's 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 showing compassion. Okay. You get what I'm saying. So like, that's like if I know I did something wrong to you, I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna say, babe, you know what? What did I do? Tell me. You tell already me. know what you did. Tell me. Tell no, me don't what say you. come. What did I do? Say I'm sorry for what I did. I no, know no, what I no, did. no, no. Be quiet. I, I could be like, tell me. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I could be like, I could be like, bang. What's gonna be helping for? Not I am showing them, people. you know, what not to do. I'm, I'm telling y'all. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I could be like, bang. Um, is it something that I said that you know you don't like that I said? Or something that made you then, you know, click, you know, whatever. If I said something to hurt you, I'm sorry. Because the words hurt. They cut like a knife. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Anyway. So let's move on to the next subject. Okay. So Do not know. overdo in anything. Be temperate. Mm. Like you're overdoing right now? <laughs> I thought you said we trying to show the people you're just a bad example. <sighs> <laughs> so what do you mean overdoing? So like I I I almost destroyed our marriage with that too, with working too much. Mm-hmm. Where I was never around. I was mm-hmm. working, working, working. Yeah. I think part of it was that we were in such a bad place. My work was like my outlet. So I would just like go work so I could just be out the house. And, and you know what, to be back. honest with you, when you used to work like that, I used to be happy because I used to be like, oh thank goodness. I see him later. At least by the time I see Pedro, I'd be tired, sleepy. We'll have a follow quick conversation in bedtime, you know. 
And I really? used to think that, yeah, because even though you was gone, it Shame was like, on you. I'm being honest. I'm, Shame I'm, on I'm being you. honest. I'm being honest. I used to be happy sometimes because I used to be like, okay. So good. you're happy now because you, you do that to me now. So I walk in the door, you go to sleep. No, that's because I got older and my body just need rest. Mm. But anyway, I'm just saying in the sense of, you know, you saying that was your outlet for you. And I was like, sometimes you'd be like, okay. I'm glad he's working late because now I could just, you know, think because me because you was home and we arguing about whatever it is. And we dungeons over there. I mean, not just work, but exercise, play, meals, social contact. Mm -hmm. All of it must be balanced. Mm -hmm. Cut down the screen time. Yeah. Um, we talked about that for us for the Sabbath is cutting down the screen, the phones for us and the children on the Sabbath. Because mm -hmm. you know, with Zoom and stuff, you know, you start. Looking at everything on Zoom on your phone and stuff, it's like, no, we gotta have to cut that down and put the phones down for the day, take a break. Mm -hmm. um, that's overdoing it. Mm -hmm. um, getting a lack of sleep, yeah. eating properly, and something that you've been wanting me to do with exercise, which I know I need to do. Yeah, we gotta hit up the gym though, for real. <laughs> Even though that's not your thing, I ain't yeah, never not seen, my thing. I never but, seen. Guys, we know I never think my husband exercise since we've been together. Because I it's my jobs are, my jobs are always no no see my jobs are always my exercise. Mm -hmm. I work I used to work out in out in the open. Yeah. So that was my exercise. But you know, I just think it's important that we I think it's very important to spend as much time as you can together. Um sometimes people feel like, you know, like going out is a time to spend time. I just think just, you know, maybe making a movie night or you know, or something like that. Anything, go for a walk together. You can't do movie nights because you fall asleep. You do movie nights during the day. That's not a movie night. When I'm up. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a movie night for me because by the clock, I don't know what it is on my body like clockwork. I'll be tired. Anyway. <laughs> right, so pretty much like we're doing now, so even with like over overdoing it, like we have to learn to laugh with each other and not always be so serious about everything Yeah. in a marriage. Joke. Mm -hmm. I try joking with you sometimes, but you get so irritated. So you know, sometimes, sometimes your jokes make me. No, 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 no. Your joke, no, your jokes no. They, they make you feel like I'm saying you're doing something wrong when I'm just joking. Like I forgot, I said something the other day, and I had a big old smile on my face, and you was all getting all bent out of shape. I'm like, and and your son and Junior's looking at you like, wow, Dad is joking. I can see him from here. He's he's looking at me. He's looking at you. He's like, nah, really. Dad, that is joking. Like, look at his face. He's smiling and laughing. And you're over there getting all like, you know, and I'm like, come on. But you know, you know, you have to know your audience. You have to know your wife. You have oh, to know, come you on, have to know no, when no, I'm no, ready no, no, to there. receive. <laughs> you have to know when I'm you ready. You have to know when I'm ready to receive a joke. Okay. Maybe <laughs> at that time I wasn't ready. You know, what I must know when you're ready to receive because a joke. You you come and you observe. Where you, okay, where were you, you ready observe. to receive a joke then? Yeah, I just, said, I just told you. That to me. I just told you. I said you have to come and observe me. I have to come up, observe. Yes. Me so see? assess, assess the situation. Oh, Lord. See, like sometimes, oh my eye. Because sometimes I'll um, I will come and I look at you and see the type of mood you're in before I come and say something to you. It's the truth. What? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, folks, this is why we do this because, you know, honestly, even in during this podcast, we probably should not be doing what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know what? Going we're back and forth, and you know what? Other. That was going with this point. Respect each other's personal rights and privacy. I do that anyway. No, I was just saying. I said, well, that's that's kind of going to what I'm saying, like going to. You know, see how you what mood know, your spouse right. is in. That's not going in your mood. That's respect. That's, that's a totally different aspect of respecting, respecting your space, okay, and your privacy, mm -hmm. which I totally do, and you do for me too. Yeah, we don't go in each other's phones. Yeah, but why do we? I need to go in your phone for. No, but I'm saying most people, you know, want to check the next person's phone. You know, we see those little clips where the the wife is trying to get into the husband's phone and stuff, and he's standing there, you know, and stuff. Or he may leave his phone downstairs, and he's running down the stairs to get it. What, what you think about that, that? What you think about that? Find my phone thing on, on iPhone. You think that's a good thing to have in marriage? That's not, yeah. Why not? No, I'm just asking because some people may feel like oh, I don't use it. No, I'm just saying some people may feel like oh, why you got that find me thing? You can see where they at at all times or something like that. Then if that's the case, why I you ain't for the doing, kids. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying for husband and wife in the perspective. Um, I don't, if you're using it for the right reasons, I yeah. use it. I don't use it on you. Yeah. I don't look to see. I think I may. If you're traveling somewhere and you're not too comfortable traveling, I may use a dent to just see where you at. Yeah. Like when you when we was um traveling when I was in London, you traveled on the train with the kids to London. I used the dent to see where you was at to locate you. Yeah. To see where you was at. In, in reference to getting into London, yeah, but I'm just saying, stuck, but I'm saying, if you use it, yeah, but if you're using a five mile phone and be like, oh, let me see what this, let me see what he no, at. that's let not respecting see. the privacy. Well, let of me the see person. what she at, you know, that's not respecting the privacy of the person. Of course, you don't do that. That's yeah. my point. You use, yeah. If you're using it for the right reason, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but it's not just about that, it's about just respecting, even when we come into the house, and like if I come home. You know, you don't you don't just jump right in and like want to come sit next to me and start talking. You'll respect me to be like, I'll go upstairs, maybe go wash my hands, have something to drink, sit down for a minute, and then I'll come back to you and then I'll sit down and talk to you. A lot of t- like, you know, honestly, like respect each other's privacy in the sense of that um, when I get home from work, I will eat and then we'll have the meeting right now. And then we, we normally talk after we put the kids to bed. Right. And then that's when we have like maybe a 10, 15 minute conversation. How was your day? Or we talk about something that we was talking about over the phone. No. Well, this this is where trust would be a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like if you truly trust your spouse, you ain't got to go run behind and check no emails. You ain't got to go run behind and check no text on his phone or who calling him or her or whatever. You could be like, whatever. You know, for me, I don't care about stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, if somebody doing something, if whatever's in the dog, it's going to come to the light. And I truly believe that. So nothing stay undone under the sun. That's why I don't worry about it. Right. But that's what that's that has nothing to do with finding me on my phone. <laughs> that, that is. That's talking about the sense of trust. Because if you trust someone, you ain't got to be look, let me see what they You shouldn't be married to somebody if you can't be if you can't trust them. Well. You know, and then if that's the case, then why are you why do you feel the untrust? Because a lot of times. Like, if people giving you a reason to no, wait, no, can I finish my statement? Yes. A lot of times you feel like you can't trust the next person because you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, that's true too. And yeah. so it makes you feel paranoid <laughs> towards that person. So you'd be like, oh, because you know you do it wrong. Mm-hmm. You're like, maybe they doing something. No, nah, but it's you. You are so definitely that, something that, that you shouldn't be doing. So that's why. You know and like I don't go into your, even though you went into my wallet the other day. Him. What? Yeah, I went to my wallet. I said, "Man, I made my wallet." I said, "Look at my wallet." Oh my and I was like, "This chick took some money. How you gonna take money out my wallet? You can just ask me." Wait, just wait, wait, wait. You wait. gave me back the wallet. What, no, what you didn't even say, You didn't even say like, "Babe, I took some money out." Yeah, I said, "Babe, I took some money out." I'm like, "Cool, that's cool." No, no what problem. happened? You handed me the wallet, and I went got in the car. And I'm like, "Wait a minute." It's not, wait, why are you taking money on my wallet? See, that's what I'm saying. That's not respecting my privacy. Wait a minute. I was, it ain't like a. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Busted. Wait a minute. That wasn't even like that. <laughs> yes, I blew you up. I did. That wasn't even like that. I had. I saw your eyes. I said, ooh, it felt like cushy. <laughs> and I said, let me. Let me see what's in here. So when I saw that open it up, I was like, oh, he got somebody here. And I had said, well, I'll just take $10 or whatever. <laughs> and then it was no lie. So it's, I gave him a while to close the door. <laughs> I closed the door. And I was like, ESP. And he was like, open the door. And he was like, you have to see him. You have to see me in your face. I don't know if we got no video on the But anyway. You probably do. So Pedro standing there and then he opened the door because I saw my face just drop down. He was like, Baby, you took my money? I was like, What? I said, What you talking about? I was anyway, like, see, I was like, Oh my goodness. Privacy. Oh my goodness. That was crazy, though. I, I said, can't, I can't. Find it. It's been times I take money out of your wallet. Pedro, you know, let, me, let me tell you something. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> and I ain't saying nothing to you, so I don't know why you tripping about 10 pounds. Whatever. Oh, sure. pounds. oh even better yet. Even better yet. Say, hey, Peter, you better use your card. My use your card. <laughs> you need a gas. 
You know, and I used to get mad about that, but you never act like it wasn't an issue. Wait, 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 Money. I don't owe you no money. You owe me. You owe me money. I owe you nothing. Whatever. What's yours? It's mine. What's mine is mine. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <ridiculous>. <laughs> hey, okay, let's go to this next one. Uh, We're running out of time. We are last one. Being clean and modest and orderly. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm definitely clean. I don't like a mess. No, I, have, I have my moments. But my husband, I have. You know, I am not dirty. Don't make I, it sound like wait, I'm wait, dirty. I didn't say you was dirty. I, I just said you have your moments of 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 um, unorderly stuff. Yeah, I do. I do get disorderly every now and then. Yeah, and I'm like, because you need to get your stuff together. You know, that's that's mostly what it is. You know, stuff I like get, that. I get a little lazy sometimes. Yeah, you I do. don't have to work on that. When mm-hmm. I do clean, mm-hmm. I do clean. Yeah. I don't clean. You do clean, you know, sporadically. Mm. But anyway, sporadically. I mean, you do it when it's necessary. Even mean when it's necessary. You clean. I don't know when it's necessary. Sometimes I clean just because I see the mess. And I'm like, you know, I need to go clean. Yeah. Whatever. You know, you just <laughs> you know, brother out there. You know what? Whatever. Okay, Pedro. I believe in having order. Some things, like some things in the bedroom, yeah, I may make a mess in the bedroom sometimes, but I'll make sure the kitchen, the bathroom, and the living room is clean. You clean the bathroom? I used to. You oh, made me stop. No, I told you. You, uh, you know what? I'm going to find me. that podcast. I told you that. Is I don't mind cleaning the bathroom now, well, so don't still, go there with me. I'm still getting used to that, so you gotta give me a minute to get back into the flow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's messed up. It's been so long since you let me touch the bathroom, and you know, I forget sometimes. So, you know, in Hebrew 6 12, it says, Do not become sluggish, hashtag lazy. So, you got to make sure you not know hashtag. that's what I said. Hashtag lazy, I put that in parentheses, y'all. Whatever. So it says right here, laziness and disorder can be used by the devil to destroy your respect and affection for one another and thus harm your marriage. Okay, yes, we just discussed that. That's why we, you know, you act like I'm just dirty and I'm just destroying our marriage. Yeah, so so it's, I'm just saying for a woman or man that's out there, you know, if you home, you know, you're able to be home. And you know your husband or your wife come through the door, and the house is just a complete war zone. Then come on, in. you got to come in. Well, wait. Wants- okay, wait, 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 wait. Now, depend. Let's say if the person's going through something. Oh, like depression. Yeah, or something. Because there was times that I've come home and the house is a mess. When? I- when? Peter, don't start on this podcast. Wait, that wait, ain't wait, never talk, happened. Todd, there has never been a time where I've come home and the house is a mess. <laughs> Nothing was done. And I cleaned the dishes, I vacuumed, I cleaned the table. There's never been a time a in time? our marriage. Oh, in our marriage. Oh, okay. In our marriage, it's never ever uh, happened. Oh, it's very, time. very no, limited. I don't say it's really happened. It was times it's when limited. you was not, huh, it was times in our marriage where we was not in the right, on, on the right terms and stuff, and I was still clean. Don't make no. it seem like you, had, it's not saying that you're dirty. There you go. You make it seem like I'm saying you're dirty. No. Yeah. There was times when you was not, you was not feeling it. You were sick or you was tired. Or you had a real rough day, and I would come home and I would clean. So that's all I'm saying. Don't you take everything right there. You always think when I say something like that, I'm saying you're not doing something. No, don't don't say don't put words in my mouth because I didn't say that. Anyway, anyway, like I said, so <laughs> um, yes, so it happens and everything, but it's called working together. Mm-hmm. If I walk in the house and I see that the house is a mess. I'm not going to get on you and be like, why is the house a mess? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to you and say, hey, are you feeling okay? Everything all right? Do you right. need some help? Right. And then I'll help you. Right. And well, not, you know, not a lot of men like that or women like that. But, you know, in 1 Corinthians 14, 40, it says, let all things be done in decency in water. Okay. So now we're going to go to the next one because we're definitely not doing that right now. Okay, we got to get ready. That's speaking softly and kindly because you don't know how to speak softly. Okay, this is the last one. Okay. You did not know how to speak so, softly. I don't know how to speak softly. That's not true. I always speak soft with love and compassion <laughs> that come out of my mouth. Right. It See, why are, you, why are you... 
you know, God is gonna strike us both down right now. <laughs> no, he's not because I'm telling the truth. Well, okay. nothing but the truth, so help me the Lord. Okay, so help you, Lord. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay, so like I said, we well, we actually kind of touched on this earlier. We speak softly. When, when? I don't speak softly to you. No. I'm speaking softly to you. No. I speak softly to you, period. No. It's just, uh. Uh, it's not, it's okay. You you speak softly to me? No, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do try to talk to you calmly and then I get built up and then I'm like, rah, 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 you know, but that's not you know, the only time you talk calmly is through other situations. But anyway, anyway moving on. <laughs> when I want something? Yes, when you want something. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you know, hey, that's hey, not even true. Hey, that's hey, not, no, hey, that's hey, not hey, even true. Yeah, right. Anyway, like I said, hey, we. As husband and wives, we need to Ooh. learn to talk softly. And I always said to you, I've always said this to you, every response, it listens to a response. So if I say, ask you a question, if you can respond in a, you respond back to your spouse in a proper, in a, in a proper <clears throat> way or softly way, mm -hmm. it will get the response that you want. When we, if your husband come or your wife comes to you and say, hey, I was looking at this, what is this? And the person goes, what? What's your, you know, that's going to automatically start an argument yeah but if you say what what we'll explain that to me again and then you explain it and then you get it sorted out and then you talk right talking to each other in a nice soft tone can eliminate a lot of arguments and disagreements and, um, and things that are going on in a marriage right if you will just talk in a proper tone yeah i agree with that. that's all we that's and it's not that hard to do yeah they say it's easy to it's harder to frown than it is to smile yeah yeah. So if we was to follow that same concept, you know, then that would it would work that way. Yeah. Just like in Proverbs 15, verse 1, it says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh a harsh word stirs up anger. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's the truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have to talk softly to each other. Yeah. And loving to each other. It's yeah. not always gonna work, but yeah. we need to. We had some other points on here that we that's kind of I would say kind of um repeating itself though, but yeah, but <clears throat> I think we pretty much covered what we can. The main yeah. thing is that you know we just want to when you look at it, um, marriage you should want your marriage to reflect God's unselfish commitment and joyful love for yourself, yeah, and your spouse, mm -hmm. and you just want to be able to make peace and understanding. If you guys quarrel, like, you know, even if the other person's right, you can go and say, look, you know, I'm sorry that this happened, you know. Yeah, be quick to apologize. Like, you know, and talk it out. Communication. Yeah. More than anything, go right back to it again. Communicate. Yeah, Communicate and say, this is what bothered me. Yeah. And understand that you both have a part in the in the conversation. And we both can, can, can come together and say, okay, I don't totally agree with you, but you know what? This is my point. This is your point. Let's try to meet in the middle. Yeah. Um. You know, and then we go from there, and yeah. we figure it out. Agree to disagree. Agree yeah. to disagree. Respect each other's space. Respect each other's privacy. Respect mm -hmm. each other' opinion. Yes. And understand that it's just you're not the same person, so you're always going to have a difference of opinion. Definitely. You and know? I think the main part of this before we while we end in this is to you know keep God first, pray together always. Try to try to make that time. Whether you, you you know, I know it can be you know a rush thing. Not everybody, you know, makes time. But if you can, just pray together. No matter what what time of the day it is, ain't always got to be in the morning, and they always got to be in the evening. It's when you find an opportunity, find a, a point where you guys say, okay, we're gonna pray together. You just mm -hmm. make that something that you do inside of your marriage that's a normal for you guys. Yes, and if you do that, then <clears throat> everything will work itself out. Definitely. Okay. So we want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We had such a good time. Yeah, we did. My wife just irritated me, but that's okay. Whatever. Don't try to throw all this on me. I'm throwing, yeah, I'm throwing it on you. No. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> but we want to thank you for joining us on Marriage Can Heal Podcast. That's right, guys. Again, as we always say, thank mm -hmm. you, um, join us next week. That's right. Hope to see you then. That's right. And if you would like to help support our ministry. Mm hmm you can always go to PayPal, and that is Goddard's Ministry. I never remember. Let's go Cash App first. Cash App is the um, British pound sign, Marriage Can Heal Too. Right. PayPal is at Goddard's Ministry. 
That's right. But you can contact us at Marriage Can Heal Podcast at Gmail. Would you like to say it? At gmail.com. Anyway. My name is Tara. My name is Pedro. And y'all be blessed. And be blessed. Drop the beat now.